This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, February 1st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Dems and GOP in showdown on COVID aid. Lawmakers appeal for travel exemption and former officials offer plan to save rainforests. Democrats are threatening to go it alone on the next COVID aid package if Republicans won't make a deal on President Joe Biden's $1.9 trillion plan. The big question is whether Democrats will try to use the budget reconciliation process to pass the measure. They wouldn't need any Republicans to do that as long as they could get all 50 Senate Democrats to vote for it. However, 10 Republican senators are expected to release details of a smaller, more targeted aid package today. The plan reflects many of your stated priorities, and with your support, we believe that this plan could be approved quickly by Congress with bipartisan support, the senator said in a letter to Biden released yesterday. Biden's plan includes an extension of the 15% bonus and SNAP benefits enacted in December, plus new aid for restaurants that provide meals to low-income people. Biden continues to insist that he wants Republican support and that Congress needs to pass a big stimulus measure soon. We have learned from past crises that the risk is not doing too much. The risk is not doing enough, Biden said on Friday. For more on the agenda in the nation's capital, read our Washington Week Ahead. Now keep in mind, to use budget reconciliation, Democrats would first have to pass a budget resolution, a process that can be divisive and time-consuming. Lawmakers appeal for travel exemption. House members from both parties are asking the Biden administration to exempt food and ag workers from future COVID-19 travel bans. The issue arose quickly last week when the administration announced that it was barring travel from South Africa because of a new variant of the virus. On Thursday night, the State Department announced that it would offer exemptions to South African food and ag workers who had H-2A or H-2B visas. We appreciate the administration's continued efforts to mitigate the spread of COVID-19, but we ask that supply chain impacts remain top of mind during these discussions, 44 House members said in a letter. UK applies to join CPTPP. The United Kingdom has submitted its application to join the Comprehensive and Progressive Trans-Pacific Partnership, and official negotiations are expected to begin later this year. That according to an announcement released yesterday by the country's Department of International Trade. Prime Minister Boris Johnson said in a statement, applying to be the first new country to join the CPTPP demonstrates our ambition to do business on the best terms with our friends and partners all over the world and be an enthusiastic champion of global free trade. The U.S. was one of the driving forces behind the creation of the Pacific Rim Trade Pact, but Donald Trump pulled the U.S. out four years ago before it was initiated. The pact currently includes Japan, Vietnam, Australia, and eight other nations. Administration asked to exclude CFAP from PPP eligibility. Democratic Senator Tammy Baldwin of Wisconsin and Senate GOP Whip John Thune of South Dakota are asking the Biden administration to make it easier for farmers to qualify for a new round of Paycheck Protection Program assistance by excluding their coronavirus food assistance program payments when calculating their 2020 income. 
we respectfully request that you clarify through additional guidance or a FAQ that CFAP payments provide to farmers and ranchers in 2020 do not count toward gross receipts for purposes of demonstrating a 25% reduction in revenue in 2020 compared to 2019, reads the letter sent to the Small Business Administration and Department of Treasury. Interim final rules issued in early January outline how businesses must demonstrate a 25% reduction in gross receipts, but it's unclear if CFAP payments would disqualify certain farmers and ranchers. Former U.S. government officials offer Biden plan to save Amazon rainforest. A bipartisan coalition of former cabinet members and other government officials is proposing a plan to protect the Amazon rainforest in South America from deforestation. Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro has said his country doesn't need any help, but U.S. officials say the rest of the world needs to chip in with funding and a strategy to stop companies from buying commodities at the expense of rainforests. The coalition said their plan is a blueprint on how President Biden can make good on his campaign promise to, quote, mobilize $20 billion to protect the Amazon rainforests, which are disappearing at an alarming rate and are critical to the climate system, public health, human rights, and biodiversity. Todd Stern, former State Department Special Envoy for Climate Change, says the new Amazon protection plan is, quote, based on targeted economic incentives, public and private funding, the sharp reduction in global demand for goods that drive illegal deforestation, and constructive engagement with Brazil that is premised on a respect for its natural interests and awareness of its desire to participate in various international economic and trade arrangements. Investigators look into liquid nitrogen leak that killed six in Georgia. Federal and state investigators are looking into the cause of a liquid nitrogen leak that killed six workers at a poultry plant in Georgia Thursday. A Foundation Food Group spokesman said the accident was the result of a ruptured line and those killed included maintenance, supervisory and management team members, according to news reports. At least 11 people have been hospitalized. Two unions immediately issued statements tying the accident to the lack of union representation at the facility. The United Food and Commercial Workers Union called the accident, quote, an unspeakable tragedy, but a preventable one. Refrigerants are one of the most common dangers faced in these facilities, and in a union plant, our representatives, stewards, safety captains, and industrial engineers work every day with employers on process safety management to reduce risk and keep workers safe. Stuart Applebaum, president of the Retail Wholesale and Department Store Union, was blunt. The egregious lack of standards at non-union facilities like the one in Gainesville cost essential workers their lives, he said. World orange production rising. Global orange production is on the rise, but not in the U.S., that according to an analysis by the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. Production for the 2020-21 market a year, bolstered by good weather in Brazil, Mexico, and China, is now expected to reach 49.4 million metric tons. That's a 3.6 million ton increase from the previous year. Much of the decrease in U.S. production is due to problems in Florida, where most of the U.S. orange juice is made and citrus greening still plaguing farmers. 
U.S. production expected to fall by 13% and by 20% in Florida alone. Here's today's He Said It. We greatly appreciate the swift and timely action of the Department of State to grant agriculture workers from South Africa an exemption to the travel restrictions. That David Garhan, chairman of the Arkansas Rice Federation. The South African variant of COVID-19 has already been detected in the U.S. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, February 1st. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.